This is your week, your news for the week of June 11th. These are the biggest stories on ClarksvilleNow.com for this week. On uh, this week's episode, this is the editor-in-chief, ClarksvilleNow.com. Chris Smith is here. Morning, Ryan. Hello, Chris. It's really not the morning anymore. It could be any time when people listen to these things. I'll say morning, afternoon, good evening, Ryan. We'll cover all the bases. <laughs> bases covered. Chris yeah. Smith is here uh, filling in for Katie Gamble. Just back from Romania where she was defending freedom in the National Guard. She's the sergeant at arms uh, for ClarksvilleNow.com uh, and, the, uh, and the sergeant of our hearts. Jordan Renfro from ClarksvilleNow.com is good here Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Hello, how are you, Jordan? <laughs> Got to cover the bases. You had a long flight to get back here. 13 hours. 13 hours. How do they keep you entertained on a plane for 13 hours? Well, if you take enough Benadryl, that's, <laughs> that's, that's how you get through it. <laughs> is, that, is that the key? Is enough Benadryl? Take a sleep medicine or whatever you can just okay. so you don't have to be awake the entire time or you can watch movies. Okay. They don't have like an in-flight movie. Like, no, they're, you're not, they're not le- streaming you no, Netflix shows. They let shows. you pick, though. You have your own okay. little individual yeah. um, things you can you can pick out from the movies and stuff. I watched, uh, for the first time, The American Tale. We yeah. the, the old animated thing? Yes. I had never seen it before. Chris, you took your kids to see The American Tale. That's how long ago. I don't know if I remember <laughs> The American Tale. It was I, the mouse the that mouse. came. Yeah, Fievel. Uh, like the Russia. rescuers? The, no, no, it's Fievel. No, he was Fievel. A, the, the Russian mouse yes. that came okay. to the United States during, was the eight, 1800s, right? Yeah. Yeah. You and know, so I think that was that sweet spot, like... When my kids weren't old enough, mm-hmm. uh, you're, you know, to watch that, and yeah. but yeah, it was just it was right in the in between stage for okay. me. So well, better late than one. never because yeah. that movie's probably about yeah. forty years old at this point. <laughs> it is, <laughs> it is. But we're glad you're here. Uh, my name is Ryan Pluckerman. I what do I do here? I don't know. Yeah. The people ask me that question all the time. <laughs> slide people around right. sometimes. What exactly do you do here, Ryan? That's a very good question. And if corporate asks, I do a lot of important things. Yeah, that's yeah. the answer I give them. But. All right. Yeah. Let's you ready the, for the news? I'm ready for the news. Story number one. Let's there's, do it. There's a, there's a lot going on right okay. now. Okay. Big changes coming. All right. So uh, you know that big sand pit that you've been wanting to play in ever since you moved to Clarksville mm-hmm. uh, over yeah. on Riverside Drive? Yeah. yeah. Um, people have, you know, wanted to climb the sand pit. Right. They've wanted to, like, wondering why they, you know, don't uh, be, can build sandcastles and stuff out there. So it's been um, causing problems out there for many years. It was basically a holdover from back when Clarksville had a bunch of industry right along the river. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a deal now to finally move that thing. Um, the uh, IDB has approved a plan that would basically uh, move the sand pit and barge port um, to a different location on the river to get it out of Riverside Drive. Right now there's um, development on all sides of that right. sand pit, and yeah. it's really in the way. Yeah. Um, so there's uh, some farmland south of uh, Liberty Park on the other side of the uh, Cunningham Bridge. Okay. Um, and they're going to purchase that and get the uh, owner of the sand pit, uh, Pine Bluff Materials, to relocate to that spot. Okay. I think it yeah. makes perfect sense. Honestly, yeah. if I'm building on Riverside Drive, mm-hmm. I don't want to build next to a sand pit. Yeah. yeah. Imagine I mean, you want to set up a, a nice restaurant that has like a little balcony outdoor seating that overlooks the river. And meanwhile, you've got barges pulling up and honking and hauling sand <laughs> like right next to your operation. That's not really an ideal uh, spot for a developer. It isn't. And, and honestly, as Clarksville grows, and of course, I looked at the comments, ClarksvilleNow.com's Facebook page, always a treasure trove of uninformed opinions. Yeah. Um, people are like, it's never caused a problem before. I don't know why they're moving yes, it. it has. Well, but it's no, been it causing has. problems but, for years. But let's just, let's just take the problem. Though. Let's say there's not a single problem. 
mm-hmm. at all. Clarksville is is growing at a, at a huge rate. We talk about it every single episode of this mm-hmm. podcast how Clarksville is growing. We have to Riverside Drive is prime real estate and is a wonderful place we could showcase some small businesses, some things that makes Clarksville Clarksville. It's prime on the river real estate. And one of the biggest challenges as Clarksville grows is what do we do with Riverside Drive? If we're being honest with each other, it's not as nice as it could be. It's not. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they're, they're moving in a direction to make Riverside Drive just as beautiful as downtown. And that's the direction we have to go in. And Chris is right. No one's going to want to put a big fancy restaurant mm-hmm. next to a sand pit. And if we can move it kind of out of the way... It's it's just it makes perfect sense. These yeah. are the things you have to do when you're growing as a city. You just can't be like, oh yeah, it's just sand pit right in the middle of everything. You know, you, yeah. you got to make these decisions. Good. No, I, so you I, you drove by this uh, yes, every day since I you drive, moved here. I drive by the sand pit every single day to get here. Oh, and it's okay. Because I I live over off of Dover Road, so I have to take that way, and I pass it every single time. And I think it was about two or three months ago. Some like one of the trucks kicked up a rock into my windshield, so now I have a cracked windshield. So I don't know what people are saying. Like it's never been a problem before. It caused me a problem. My windshield's cracked now. Exactly. <laughs> Jordan's got to pay the fifty dollars deductible to get her windshield replaced. That's a problem. Yeah. That's, and you yeah, remember a, a few years ago? I, th- I think it was at the start of COVID. There was either a supply chain issue or some problem with the barge port in Nashville, and mm-hmm. all of the sand for Nashville had to be trucked from Clarksville's barge port mm-hmm. to Nashville. And there were trucks lining Riverside Drive. Mm-hmm. Riverside Drive was only one lane for about a week or two because it was so there were so many trucks coming in and out of there. Um, so, you know, that was an isolated incident, but it shows that, you know, this is just not a spot where you yeah. really need to have an industry like this. Well, and you think about this too, the financial sense it makes. You buy mm-hmm. this farmland mm-hmm. a little further down the river, and all of a sudden now you've got this prime riverfront real estate mm-hmm. that you can sell to developers. Right. So makes and, perfect sense. You know, as you were talking, Ryan, about the po- uh, population growth and, um, you know, I was going to point out, well, this is the kind of stuff that Chattanooga did. Chattanooga right. used to be one of the dirtiest cities in America. It was awful. Yep. And they revitalized their downtown through a mix of public and private investment. And now it's, it's a model city. Now I can already hear people saying, we don't need to be like Chattanooga. Well, Guess what? We are. <laughs> we are. We're about to surpass Chattanooga in population. So what do you want to be, Clarksville? Do you want to be be as good as Chattanooga or be the size of Chattanooga but look like a crappy industrial town? Right. I would much rather look <laughs> like Chattanooga. If we're going to be the size of Chattanooga, we need to... Like we, we need to have, do a little bit of work to look as good as Chattanooga does. And, and the work is taking place, right? Yeah. We, you yeah. know, we, we've knocked down over the last decade... Well, there's been an effort to knock down dilapidated old buildings mm-hmm. and put good things in. First example of that would be the downtown commons. Yeah, how many bank people, of the old Bank of America right, building? How many people are like, we don't need no green space? Well, and then you look at the downtown commons. We this is a story. Is this a, did this make the the list? No, it didn't make the list. We had Haven Haven Madison concert down there. Three thousand people mm-hmm. at the downtown commons to enjoy a concert with a young lady who's going to be a huge superstar from Clarksville yeah. one day. You look at that, just for that moment alone, you're like, oh, this is, thank God we got the downtown commons. Mm-hmm. The F&M Bank Arena, we've talked about that a million times. Mm-hmm. That was just old falling apart buildings. Yeah. Now they've turned it into this arena that's going to have incredible uh, concerts and shows and all that. Yes, the parking's coming. We can all make jokes about the parking. Uh, the Vulcan plant 
Mm-hmm. When you drive in, you were you've talked about this before, Chris. When you would drive into Clarksville and you're going into downtown, there's nothing like seeing a rusty barbed wire fence for a good mm-hmm. half a mile. <laughs> That's what I like to see in my community. Right, rusty exactly. barbed wire fences. Right. So we're gonna have all, all the of these people coming <laughs> from this. I can just smell the tetanus. <laughs> right, exactly. You roll down the window. That's what tetanus smells like. Uh, but all these folks coming off of 24 onto Wilma Rudolph Boulevard heading downtown to get to the FM Bank Arena to see a show, and they're driving by you know, barbed wire fence. Well, that's changed. That's going to be developed into a mm-hmm. new space as well. These are just the, the, the things that happen when you're growing mm-hmm. and we can't complain. It's not like they're jacking up our taxes to a ridiculous rate to pay for all this stuff. Mm-hmm. We still have some of the lowest taxes around. Yeah, yeah. We can't like, they just passed the County budget. Guess what folks, your taxes didn't go up a penny yeah. mm-hmm. to fix yeah. all this stuff. So yes, this is the growing pains and, and you, you know, would cause our taxes to grow up. Is if we weren't growing. Exactly. Exactly. Think about the Greenway as well. Mm-hmm. They've got the, they are ready to build a bridge across the Red River for the Greenway. Mm-hmm. You will be able to ride your bicycle or walk or run from or your McGregor, tricycle or your tricycle. If you want to do a tricycle <laughs> or you want to do rollerblades, you could rollerblade oh, yeah, as well. Yeah, I'm great on those. You'd be able, Chris is going to be able real, real soon to, to rollerblade <laughs> from McGregor Park along the river mm-hmm. all the way to heritage park with the soccer fields yeah. and not see a single car. That's just a beautiful image in my head of, of my boss on rollerblades. He's good. He's good. <laughs> and, yeah. and when he blades, he doesn't blade with any protection because he's so good at it. He wears no mm-hmm. helmet. Yeah. He just has these shorts that are about a two inch inseam. Mm-hmm. They're blue. Uh, and then he's got a halter top. It's got prints on it. It's really yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. prints halter top. It's yeah. like the eighties all over. I keep my belly oh. exposed. Right. Exactly. You got to show off. You got to show um, off those abs. So, you know, the one, one piece of this that when I first heard about it, I was, I felt a little deflated. I was like, well, that's kind of unfortunate. But the more I think about it, it makes sense. The property that they're going to put this on mm-hmm. is going to be, like I said, just south of the uh, of Liberty Park. Yeah. So upstream, um, if you look at the way the river goes, um, it's just south of Liberty Park on the other side of Zinc Plant Road, there's that big f- set of farmland mm-hmm. yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. And so they're going to um, set up a barge point there, pull a bunch of the – and the idea is that they can then expand that. So it'll not just be for the sand pit. It'll also be a barge point for Hankook, for LG, for other industries, so they can stop having to use the interstate to truck in stuff from using barge points in Paducah and Memphis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, For those who um, are listening, I'm pointing out the window as if I'm pointing in the direction (laughs) of any of these things. But Can't um, you see? Can't you hear how he's pointing, (laughs) folks? Can't you hear Um, his points? But... uh, you know, I was thinking, well, it's kind of sad that we're going to lose that farmland and we're going to have, you know, just basically we're moving industry from one part of the river to the other. Are you like that? But now I'm remembering, yeah. though, that all the controversy we had the last time we were talking about building a barge port in Montgomery County and all the people who lived near it was like, not in my backyard. Well, you know, this is going to be like in a more industrial area. Right. Yeah. Keep everything kind of together. Exactly. Don't just throw it out in somebody's you Backyard. know farm, yeah. uh, like in the middle of Montgomery. Because they're saying, put it out somewhere in the country. Well, people out in the country don't want that either. Right. You know? If you're going to cry over farmland being turned into something else, you're going to be crying constantly in this town. Because yeah. everywhere, every every other week, it's like, yeah. oh, there used to be a farmer's field, and now they're building houses there. Yeah. Or building businesses. Exactly. Yeah. And where do you live, Ryan? You live in something that used to be a farm. I, every single one of us lives in something, something that used to be, be a farm. farm. Yes. 
<laughs> right. You just have to go back a little farther for others. Yeah, like Chris, right. you have to go back quite a bit farther than uh, I do for farmland. At least before the 1940s, probably yeah. 1920s. Yeah. I will say the two and a half weeks that I was in Romania, when I came mm-hmm. back and mm-hmm. I saw the housing developments that had just sprung up mm-hmm. off of Dover Road that weren't there before. And I was like, they're not finished. Don't get me wrong. Right. But like it's there was stuff there that wasn't there before. And yeah. I was so, so you were gone from Clarksville for two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. And the landscape changed. Yes. <laughs> that literally, and it speaks to how fast Clarksville is growing. It yeah. really does because I, I kind of underestimated that I was gone for two weeks, come back and then the Whataburger's almost finished. Or like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there's so much going groundbreaking on. coming yeah. up for that at the end of this month. Yeah. yeah. When you were over in Romania, how many people moved to Clarksville? Like a couple hundred people moved to Clarksville while you sure. were gone. 16 people a day? Uh-huh. Times two and a half weeks? Do the math. That's, That's, doing, buddy. Yeah. That's just insane. It's, <laughs> it is. It's true. All right. All right. So um, we so, all in agreement on this, that this is a good idea to move the barge, or is Jordan like, I want more rocks to hit my windshield? <laughs> Are you okay <laughs> well, with you know, the sand I pit? drove down there to take photos, and I got dust uh, kicked up in my face from the trucks. They were going by. Someone there, was mad about a story no, you wrote. <laughs> there was sand, but there was sand all over the sidewalk on both sides yeah. of Riverside Drive, sand mm-hmm. everywhere, and I had, there were clouds of dust popping up, so oh, yeah. that's just not a good look. No, no. not a good look at all. Um, Chris is like, I'm usually not this gray. This is just dust in my hair. <laughs> yeah. um, so another story we got this week was uh, we had got updates on 10 major road projects mm-hmm. uh, in Clarksville. Um, from the Whitfield roundabout to Memorial widening. Um, and so there's a whole bunch of these. The um, city has basically got a lot of, um, as part of the transportation 2020 plan uh, the Pitts came up with, there's a bunch of these that are going on. Uh, the Rossview widening, uh, the roundabout in Whitfield Road with a widening, uh, the construction of Spring Creek Parkway, um, so there's a whole bunch of those, so you can check those out on Clarksville now. So the Whitfield Road roundabout is going to be mm-hmm. the first roundabout in the that city of Clarksville. Used to live out right I used to live right there. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. once I, they announced that roundabout, I'm like, I can't handle roundabouts. I'm out. <laughs> um, that's going to be the first roundabout in the city of Clarksville, right? Uh, yes, but um, there's another one coming up right behind it. I believe Tyler Town in Oakland. I think that's right. What we're going to do for the sake of views and comedy is we are going to set up a live camera, live stream camera for ClarksvilleNow.com the day that roundabout opens. You can just watch people try to figure out how to navigate a roundabout who've never done it before. (laughs) I've had to do that because they started sticking roundabouts in my old hometown. I remember getting there for the first time going like, what do I do now? Yeah. It's like we're almost going to need vi- like like video instruction of how to use. Got to go zen. Just go zen. There, there's a big one in Nashville at uh, I think it's Korean Veterans mm-hmm. Parkway, yep. Yep. and oh, I just yeah. sort of just take a deep breath and just relax <laughs> and just go into the flow, just flow around in it. Um, or you can take a deep breath and then just stomp the accelerator. Well, yeah, just that's get- part of it too. <laughs> yeah, you know, speed up to that's fifty miles fun. an hour. So go around this roundabout. Um, by the way, I do want to point out there was a, a commenter. I'm not. I don't want to call him up by name, but there was someone saying, "Why don't you finish blank, blank, and blank before you start these projects?" Just so you know. There is not one road crew that works mm. in the city of Clarksville. It's not it's, just Bubba and right. his friends, it's Steve not, and Joey. It's not five guys <laughs> paving going like, oh, man, we can't finish this gig because we got to go do these now. No, mm. no, no. There's a lot of people involved in this process. Mm. And just because they've got some new projects, get ready for this, doesn't mean they're stopping the ones they haven't finished yet. Mm-hmm. They'll still finish those because guess what? <laughs> Multiple crews can work at the same time. Mm, so, yeah. just so you know. What a plot twist. I know, right? <laughs> Spoiler alert. 
Um, so one of the uh, projects on here is uh, the ex- uh, widening of Memorial Drive extension. Yeah. yeah. So check me on this. When I say Memorial Drive extension, do you all know what I'm talking about? Yes. Not a clue. You're I, fairly new, so you may you wouldn't necessarily know. <laughs> I know you because know, my wife. Extension? Yes, she works at Richview mm-hmm. Middle School. Right. And so past Richview, uh, a friend of mine used to own a beautiful home. He's since moved a beautiful home out there on the extension. So I would drive there to, you know, to, to say hi and grab a beer. So yeah, the extension kind of goes past Richview and then goes all the way to MLK kind of sneaks back. Right. They're it's building sort of some new, secret, some, sort of a secret path. Not anymore. <laughs> uh, there's some nice houses, by there the way. Are. There's some old are. big houses, Jordan on the extension. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them actually is actually called rich view. That actually has a, 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 a the, the mm. name of the home is that I bet it has a rich view. I bet you it does oh, of right. a middle school. Yeah. Um, so, but, but yeah, so there's a lot of big, beautiful houses back there. Um, so one of my favorite houses in all of Clarksville is on that extension. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of the secret way that you would take to get to the, to get to MLK. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's not really an easy way to get from those uh, neighborhoods around uh, Warfield Boulevard mm-hmm. and yeah. um, Richview. And, and th- there's a lot of neighborhoods up in there yeah. off of Whit- uh, yeah Warfield. Right. And there's no real easy way for them to get to exit 11. Yeah. Um, unless they go down Warfield, which is always crowded. Right. Um, and then take a, what would that be a left yeah. um, up onto MLK? Do you want to close your eyes and imagine you're driving? I down really the road have now? to. Yeah, <laughs> that's, 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 that's a problem for me. Um, or you drive down the extension, yeah. and then you've got to take a left onto MLK when there's no traffic signal. Well, and here's the thing I like about widening the extension. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to steal your thunder. They're they're getting ready to build a bit. I mean, there's a huge subdivision they're building off the extension, a massive subdivision with big homes. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I've never quite understood. And I'm sure we could have somebody on to explain this, but I don't want to go through the trouble of tracking this person down. So I'm just going to spout off something with half the knowledge. Oh, that's that's where you're best at. Exactly. That's why. That's why I'm here, folks. <laughs> that's why I'm here. Um, one thing that drives me crazy about the development in Clarksville is the short-sightedness and just the rubber stamp approval of new developments, but not taking into account what are those developments going to do to the traffic on those roads. And I think mm-hmm. you see that now. On on uh, Dunbar Cave Road, once you get you know past Warfield and you go up the hill, and there's oh, there, there's all of those neighborhoods that used to just be Jeff Purvis's house. Let's just be honest; that's yeah. just where Jeff Purvis's lived there, and that's it. Mm. But now you've got all these subdivisions off there, and they're building more, and the traffic is starting to get busier, busier, yeah. and busier, and busier. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see an effort made. And again, I'm not the mayor; I have a cell phone number, but I'm not the mayor. Mm-hmm. But I'd love to see. I'd love to see widening before like widening either during or before the mass expansion of these areas. Cause you're going to have to do it at some point. Yeah. And then when you do it later, you're cutting into people's yards mm-hmm. where if you just made it first, well then no one has to worry about losing well, 10 here's, feet. Property. Here's an argument against that. Have you ever driven from um, Clarksville to Jackson um, through Waverly? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's an area in there. I don't remember exactly where it is, but there's an area in there where there's like a six lane superhighway. Yeah, yeah. Like Houston, Texas level superhighway yeah. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And usually when I drive through there, I'm the only car on it. And well, it goes for on for about a mile yeah. where there's six lanes. Yeah. I'm saying six, maybe eight. Right. But it's just this huge overdeveloped yeah. thing. Nobody's ever on that thing. Somebody got the money to to build it before they yeah, came yeah. and nobody's come and ain't nobody coming. And so so you can make the argument that you could overbuild roads 
you know, the I've not seen that problem using. in Clarksville. You know what? The first time, <laughs> the first time that you come into work and say, "Hey guys, guess what? I was driving into work today." This is my Chris voice. I was oh, driving nice. into work oh. today, and uh, there's this new extension that's like seven lanes, and I was the only person on it. The first time you come in and say that, hmm. that's when we'll know that that's a problem. See, you're going to confuse people because they're going to hear you saying that and they're going to think it's me talking because <laughs> it's such a spot on impression. It's, it's uncanny. <laughs> I'm never... going to call Chris later today as future two Chris in the room. I'm yeah. so... <laughs> um, going to handle it. But no, it's, it's nice that they're, they're well, ex- well, oh, you would think. Oh, oh, however. OK, so, so the plan to widen Memorial Drive extension is to basically widen it to three lanes with one center turn lane. Yeah. OK. Makes sense. So we'll go from a uh, narrow two lane to three lanes yeah. with uh, bike paths on either side. Right. Uh, from Richview all the way to MLK. Yeah. yeah. And then when you get to MLK, there will be, there be a light. OK. So you Perfect. can take a left yeah. without, yeah. you know, taking your life into your own hands. Right. Perfect. Um, and Perfect. then another light over at, um, what is that? Old, Old Farmers, Farmers Road. Perfect. So that, that's sort of a side thing. Yeah. Um, so the problem is it's going to cost, uh, like $26 million to mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of people who live along those road, that road, like you're saying, some of the nicest houses in Clarksville yeah. mm-hmm. along that road who do not like the idea of this road being widened to three lanes because mm-hmm. it's also going to be a construction nightmare. If you've ever driven on, um, the extension, yeah. there's a lot of hills. Oh yeah. There's a lot of windiness. Yeah. Um, it's going to be, you know, kind of like a war zone for a couple of years while they're building this thing. So the people who are relying on it to get in and out are yeah. suddenly going to have a very constricted, you know, uh, path. So Rudy Johnson, who lives in that area, um, he owns the land behind Clarksville High School. Okay. And All behind right. Richview All and right. behind kind of above City Forum. Yeah. And he has offered that the city can build instead um, can build behind Richview a road that would connect that from that point to over where the Walmart and the Matthews Nissan comes out. So basically be yeah, building okay. a road behind right. uh, Clarksville High or Richview Middle, Clarksville High, and City Forum. Okay. Um, back in there where the, the back exit is to City Forum would also right. be served by this. Okay. And then put a light down there. So he's saying, you know, that can be done, that project can be done for $5 million. Right. Instead of spending twenty six million dollars. Yeah. All right, I think it's a great idea. This mm-hmm. is you know this is what we talked about earlier. Private mm-hmm. and 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 city you know coming together to make things better. Mm-hmm. This dude doesn't want people cutting into his yard. I get mm-hmm. it. And so this is a great solution. It costs a fraction of 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 the money. So yeah. Chris, what is it? What, what's the point against this? Because you're always Mister Well, Mister Devil's Advocate over there. I mean. If you have a property owner coming forward saying, hey, you can buy my land for $5 million, <laughs> it's kind of like, well, that's yeah, what built the city, Chris. And then I can, <laughs> you know, and then I, as the landowner, can build houses and apartments on the sides of this road. So it, it definitely benefits uh, Rudy Johnson. He's not doing this out of the kindness of his heart because his neighbors came to him and said, we don't want to expand. And he's like, I've got an idea. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, he'd build the road himself for right. $5 million. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, so, you know, who's going to build a road that, you know, is going to be traveled on by everyone and it's going to connect to two state right. highways right. and then he's going to have to, he would have to maintain it. Right. You know, that, that, that's, right. yeah. It's exactly. just, if it's going to be city roads, it needs to be right. city road. Right. Um, but like most things, you know, um, when people have proposals, it's not 
generally, you know, a charity case. It's right. a, hey, this is good for me. This is good for you. Let's make a deal. Right, exactly. And this looks like it's good for him and it's good for the city. So I don't see a huge reason to oppose this. All right, Sarge, what are you thinking? I'm thinking I don't know Clarksville very well. Okay. <laughs> the okay. roads of Clarksville. That was, a, that was a wise answer right there. Jordan has it's, lived here for less than a year now. Right. I will say the only issue yeah. I've had with driving has mm-hmm. been occasional on Riverside Drive where it gets yeah. backed up because everybody's mm-hmm. trying to turn to go onto 101st. Mm-hmm. And then the other one that, that bothers me is 101st Parkway and Trenton Road. That one gets super backed up. Oh, yeah. So yeah. those are like the two yeah. main ones mm-hmm. that I've like interacted with. And I'm just like... I'm going to get out of my car and have a tantrum. It's just not great. And that one at Trenton Road at 101st, that's one of the 10, I, 10 um, updates we have on the, oh, in that good. article. Oh, wow. That um, I believe it's through that area. is going to be widened. Okay. Um, and that's in a deal that the state made with the city where the state's going to widen it because the city put in some money to help. Yeah. yeah. So that'll, yeah. that'll be improved. Great. They heard you, Jordan, before you even got here. <laughs> like, there's going to be a lady coming here who's unlike this. Yeah. <laughs> Can't take care of. And Spring Creek, Car- Spring Creek Parkway is also part of that plan, mm-hmm. and that would connect that area that you're talking about yeah. to Wilmer Boulevard, so that would pull some of that traffic off of Trenton oh. um, for this new road that would um Now, connect. is the Spring Creek Parkway, this is the controversial the parkway was, yeah. that that cuts into people's backyards where mm-hmm. basically people are going to be driving in someone's living room mm-hmm. in that one neighborhood back um, there that eagles yeah. eagles way yeah that's right um because the the subdivision was set up and on the original platting for the roads it shows that it's right of way for a city it's you know city right of way for a right. road yeah but people like didn't pay attention to it or their real estate just didn't Tell them about it. Right. So now they're hearing, oh, yeah, the road's going in now. And they're freaking out because they, it, it didn't occur to them that that would be a road. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so that was, I think. A, so if this, only a farmer or if someone who owns farmer's fields can say, wait a minute, <laughs> I've got a better idea. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's uh, so the, the problem now is, um, you know, the, the, we're moving pretty far along into the city's budgeting process. Um, so they're going to be uh, doing their final. They're right in the middle of all their votes on the budget. Mm-hmm. So whether this road um, could end up being part of this year's budget or have to be done, dealt with later, you know, we'll kind of see what happens. Yeah. All right. Um, so uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, uh, Ryan, how would you like a grocery store up near Exit Eight? I would love a grocery store by Exit Eight because I live off of Exit Eight, and right now I have. Where do you go grocery shopping? Uh, I. I used to live out by the Walmart on Needmore in 101st, Whitfield in 101st. Now, right? That's just a little uh, the neighborhood market. market, right? Yeah. I, I like the pharmacy there. Mm-hmm. The pharmacy people are so nice mm-hmm. and they know me by name, mainly because my name is probably written on a screen in front of them, but still. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's so nice. I love shopping there. So that I, I drive, even though I don't even live there anymore. I still drive to that yeah, Walmart. That's so cute. Because I like drive, the people are your, there. Are those your people? Those are my people. <laughs> you know, and even though now I live off of Exit 8, mm-hmm. you know, I haven't forgotten where I, where I come from. Mm-hmm. You know, I still, I still got the St. B roots, yeah, you know, yeah. representing. I still got that Glen Ellen pride. <laughs> Um, since even though I've moved, so that's where I, go uh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Cause I, I go to the Kroger on uh, Madison street and I love the people who work there and mm-hmm. like, they recognize me. I recognize them. And some of them by name, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's those are, you get to know your people, you know, the only time I go to that Kroger is when I'm coming to your house and you say, I got to bring beer. Mm-hmm. That's the only time <laughs> yeah, like, well, they, ah, stop! they have some good beer. Yeah, they do. They re- actually, they really do. Yeah. Yeah. The that, peanut butter. Stuff. Yeah. Yes. Stop. Yes. My husband's been wanting to try the peanut butter beer. Oh, for yeah. It's, so at, long. it's at the Kroger, Kroger by Chris's house. Kroger on Madison. Yeah. So really yeah. mm-hmm. it's, it's yummy stuff. Yeah. Oh, it's he's been trying since he was in Korea. 
to get a hold of the peanut butter beer. Well, guess yeah. what? All you got to do is go to the Kroger on Madison. Yeah. So anyway, to go. free advertising, <laughs> huh? Oh, yeah. There you go. We'll take care of everybody. So the uh, IDB, which is the Industrial Development Board yes. of Clarkson Montgomery County, they bought... Uh, this is Buck Dellinger's outfit. Uh, yeah, he's yeah. the head of the EDC. Oh. Um, and uh, the IDB falls under the EDC. Okay. We, we can go acronym crazy here. Okay. It's worse than the Army. <laughs> so the BUC is in charge. The BUCK is in charge of the EDC and yeah. the okay, gotcha. Yeah, okay. Um, so the uh, anyway, they have land up there um, off of Rossview Road near mm-hmm. Exit Eight, um, near the industrial park. Yes, um, and they bought this land with the intention of developing. So they yeah. had there was a development plan that they then pitched to developers. Yeah, and so they have now got a bite. So a developer has agreed to purchase a part of that property to build a grocery store. Uh, pharmacy and mixed use uh, retail um, right in there. I love it. And um, the uh, the incoming um, head of the IDB, Josh Ward, mm-hmm. um, said that he doesn't he's he thinks he knows the name of the grocer, um, but it hasn't been dis- confirmed to him. He said it is a grocer that everybody will know. Um, and I I am hearing off the record it is. Not, not Trader, Trader Joe's. Joe's. Oh. I can tell you right now, stop. It is not down. Trader Joe's. Yeah. Yeah. But I'll tell you what. We just don't, we don't have the demographics yet. I mean, we might have the demographics in the next five to ten years for Trader Joe's, but we're just not there yet. Right. Yeah. So they're going to announce that soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like when that grocery store opens, unless it's one of those bougie grocery stores where everything costs twice as much, I'll mm-hmm. still drive. Um, mm-hmm. If the prices are comparable, I'm going to have to do like a farewell tour. To my yeah. old my old Walmart neighborhood oh. market. Yeah. You can send them cards at Christmas. Right. I can be like, guys, listen, <laughs> it's not you, it's me. Yeah, I'm yeah. just tired of making this drive, this fifteen minute drive across Clarksville. Yeah. So But the uh but it's a neat development there um because they need it the grocery and the retail and the dining, um, not just and the pharmacy, um, not just for the residents who live in that area, but for mm-hmm. the industrial park on the other side. Um, Hanguk is up there. Yep. LG, yep. Um, I, I think LG, I may be wrong about, and FedEx. Mm-hmm. But you basically got a whole bunch of people working yep. in that area, and they need to be able to go to a grocery and pharmacy and stuff like that. Um, so this, this will serve everybody. Agreed. Um, the other cool thing: um, how, how do you like your uh, your hash browns? I, I do like them smothered and covered. Smothered and covered? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How it about ain't Jordan? a Waffle House. It's a Waffle Home. <laughs> I love Waffle House. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So there's going to be a Waffle House there as well. At Exit 8? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, right behind Taco John's. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah. Waffle House agreed For all to, the people off of Exit 8 that have been up all night and need to get some, well, some waffles. All those third shift workers exactly. at Ann Cook mm-hmm. and uh, FedEx. They need a place to to grab some food on the way home and or on the way in, and um, so that having something open twenty four seven right there um, is going to be mission critical. It is delicious, by the way. It, oh, is, it is so great. It is. and I think it's like there's this you know I don't, I don't eat the Waffle House, nah, whatever. It's delicious. It is. It I is do, what it is. I do right? like my Waffle House a little lived in. Mm-hmm. I, I would like, I miss the good old days of the waitress coming up with a cigarette in her mouth and what can I get for you, sweetheart? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just be, call me all the sweet yeah, names and everything. Yeah. And they may have coughed on my waffle or something, but it was still the best mm-hmm. thing it's I had. A little flavor. You know, oh, it's it's that thing you can't get, but I'm excited for it. I love, I'm yeah. excited for and it. The, um, the th- one of the uh, sort of contingencies on this deal is they're going to build a new road. So mm-hmm. everybody freak, it, freak, it out, freak out about traffic. Traffic. Um, it's going to be called International Court. 
Mm-hmm. Um, this developer of the big property is paying, I think it's $3.9 million to the IDB mm-hmm. to have this land. Yeah. And IDB is going to take $1 million of that dollars and give it to the county to build a new road called International Court, yeah. which will be up near, um, will come up off of International Boulevard and connect as an access road to all of these locations. So you're not going to have... A hundred employees from Hancock coming off a shift right. and trying to take a left onto a Ross view to get to these things. Right. There's going to be a back road. Gotcha. Um, similar to the back road they have going to Kroger and Lowe's yeah. um, behind a Makes perfect first. sense. Yeah. 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 So good news there. All right. Um, all right. Um, next story. Uh, Jordan, uh, just this week, um, reported on this as uh, an Army veteran who's doing some good work. Yeah. So there is a uh, army vet. Uh, he is walking 1500 miles from Sarasota, Florida to, I believe it's Rochester Hills, Michigan. Okay. He's passing through six states, yeah. 1500 miles, and it, he's doing it all for fallen and wounded veterans. And, um, what they they when I when I spoke with him earlier, I actually got to talk to him while he was walking. So, so you're like zoom zoom going by him <laughs> yeah, cars, did. yeah. But um, he told me that they planned the entire route, um, him walking 1,500 miles around, um, being able to meet with veterans. Um, so Fort Campbell obviously is going to be a good yeah. hub for soldiers, military, and your your local veterans. And um, they were able to coordinate these dove releases where. They get to the memorial site because mm-hmm. they wanted to do it at every single memorial they could get to, and they will release, I think it's five doves. Now, he actually keeps one dove with him, and it's on his little trolley that he kind of you know carries behind him, and that one doesn't get released. That one just travels with him. Gotcha. That's his own personal dove. Kind of. Um, he has to wait until he gets to Michigan to release that one. Gotcha. Because... Otherwise, it's just going straight to Michigan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. They're all trained to go right back to Michigan. Every single place that he stopped at from Florida to Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, everywhere else that he's stopping, all these doves are trained to go back to Michigan. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. so that's what I was wondering about. Like, is he stopping at pet supply places no. <laughs> along the way and he's just releasing doves out into the wild no. white doves tend not to do well in the wild so I, I couldn't figure that and then you told me that was, that's fascinating yeah, to me so that the doves like are just okay we're done we'll see you guys in a couple yeah. weeks we're going to michigan so this all kind of came to be because um his name is uh jack huffington mm-hmm. um and he has been uh he, i think he did about um he went in 2002 joined the army was a chinook helicopter uh, mechanic um, but all of his friends and family are in the military and they're veterans mm-hmm. in all branches. And um, he decided, because this isn't his first time doing this kind of journey. He did in 2017, he walked from California to Georgia. Hmm. That's over, a long walk. Over 2,000 yeah. miles. Yeah. Yeah. And he did it in 79 days. His goal was 100 days. Yeah. But he had done that before and he you know wanted to do something again, but he wanted to do it for the, for the veterans. Mm-hmm. And he found out that one of his friends... Uh, his name is Ken. I don't really know his last name, but Ken owns this, uh, the dove release kind of okay. doves everywhere. And, um, they kind of coordinated to do a dove release at every memorial site. And that's mm. how they did this. Hmm. So every time they stop at a memorial, they do the dove release. It's very sweet. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. He may be the second person in existence that knows what it sounds like when doves cry. Oh, I was wondering how you'd work that in. Yeah. <laughs> you knew I was working it too. You're like, he's yeah. got, he's got I a can, Prince joke. He's just waiting, <laughs> sitting on that Prince joke. 
You were holding on to that. So maybe before your time. Does this? Does he have a cart with two black containers mm-hmm. in it and a little American flag? Yeah. I saw him on uh, when I was on my way in. I saw him on College Street when I was on my way back from lunch. Yeah. So I was he, wondering if that was the guy. Yeah. He yeah. um he carries that that around with him. Yeah. He got this little harness set up and mm-hmm. he just walks. And yeah. he's I think one of the biggest things that he's just so impressed with is the the unity. Mm-hmm. I mean, all everybody all all corners of the of of America just kind of coming together. He said I've been through some shady neighborhoods, big burly guys that look like they could just take me down and they're offering me water, yeah. giving mm-hmm. me things, trying to take care of me. It's, yeah, it's, it's really good. Beautiful to see the unity. Um Chris Jordan and I signed you up to walk from Clarksville to Michigan with this young man. So you can kind of interview him and kind of chronicle his story. Yeah. Mm, so okay. we got you some really nice, comfy running shoes. Uh, yeah, um, you're, you got a late start, at Goodwill. though. You might yeah, want to I up. can do a major um, leg of that journey, probably from about like 10th Street to 11th Street. <laughs> that, that'll, uh, that'll take care of that for me. I, so, I interview really quickly. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> and okay, sounds good. Thanks a lot. We'll see you later. Yeah. yeah. That's great, though. What, yeah. what a great way to raise awareness. Yeah. 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 Best of luck to him. Um, all right, and our final story is about uh, Caleb Boyce. So this is a seventh grader at Montgomery Central Middle School. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an honor student. He's uh, been to NASA space camp. He's a STEM participant. So his parents, I'm telling you, his parents, yeah, are real proud. Those are some incredible <laughs> that's a accomplishments. Lot, that's a lot of stuff. Yeah. What an incredible um, young man! So he got um, some one year for uh, for Christmas. He got a, I think that was right. Uh, he got a 3D printer. Um, and the, uh, he started using it. He started printing like, you know, spaceships and stuff like that. Yeah. But then he decided to try printing prosthetic hands and he's taken this, um, upon himself to, to do 3d printing of prosthetic hands. There's a nationwide group that sort of collects these and, um, encourages people with 3d printers to do this. Um, a prosthetic hand, uh, for an amputee, would generally cost, you know, um, thousands of dollars. It costs 5000 to $10,000 mm. to get a prosthetic hand. Yeah. But with this technology, you can print one for only about like 50 bucks. What? what? So uh, private individuals who have um, 3D printers uh, have kind of taken upon themselves as a community to um, print these things and, um, and contribute them to people who are in need. Isn't what that cool? an amazing! Yeah. What an amazing twelve-year-old! Yeah, that yeah. is so cool. And the neat thing is, he's um, doing all kinds of things to raise money. He's like mowing lawns. He has his own little business where he's like doing these uh, fundraisers. Yeah, just on his own to uh, to help raise the money for the materials and stuff, and for the shipping and everything. Oh Can you imagine how you'd feel as a parent, right? Because mm-hmm. we all kind of wonder if we're doing a good job or yeah. if you know, we're raising little hellions. Yeah. You know, you're, you're it's 12 year old. Right. It's always, you get a couple of good ones to go about. Your, your, your 12 year old comes up and says, Hey, I want to start mowing some lawns. Like, yeah. That sounds great. Make some money. He goes, no, I want to start mowing lawns so I can raise some money so I can 3d print prosthetic hands for mm-hmm. people. You'd be like, Oh uh, yeah. What do you need? <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah. Wow. That's it. He's so, only 12. That's uh-huh. You know what I was doing when I was 12? I was putting spoonfuls of cinnamon in my mouth for the cinnamon challenge. (laughs) That is insane. He's on a different level. I love these stories, though, because honestly, young people, there's amazing young people like this kid everywhere, Mm -hmm. but you don't hear about them. You just hear Mm -hmm. about the knuckleheads. And I think Mm -hmm. when you only hear about knuckleheads, you think they're all knuckleheads. Well, the reality is most of them are wonderful. And this young man is a great example of a young person that is really it just you know doing great things. Yeah, yeah. 
And, you know, it, it's similar to what Jordan was saying earlier about the guy who's crossing the country. Uh, you know, he when he runs into people, they're, they're so helpful yep. and kind to him. And I think that's one of the things that we, we kind of lose sight of. Um, I know from working in the media, you know, it's news if it's something different and right, unusual. Right. Well, oftentimes what's different and unusual and exciting is, is not kindness. Is not kindness. It's right. bad news. Those right. These kindness stories, they're few and far between. And also I can tell from our page metrics, it's, you know, that's what people, people read the negative stuff. They don't read the positive stuff. But I'm here to tell you there's a lot of positive stuff that happens. Um, it's just not surfacing in your Facebook algorithm because Facebook thinks you don't care. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. No, it's the truth. So yeah. the stories are out there and we report those stories, but it's, I find it interesting. Everybody kind of, a lot, of, a lot of people kind of live in fear and they worry, well, you know, I could never walk across the country. What happened if I have to walk through a bad part of town? I'm t- you can walk through any part of town and people are going to wave at you and mm-hmm. be nice and be perfectly neighborly and friendly. You know, it's people overestimate how much bad stuff could happen because they see it on the news all the time, all these bad stuff. And they, their bodies just think, oh, fear, fear, fear. Right, right. Yeah. There's not really that much to be afraid of. Just get out of your house, get out into the world and meet people. And you, you run into these awesome folks like this. You people know? are good yeah. overall. People are, people are good. Yeah. You yeah. only make the news because you're unusual. Yeah. Because yeah. you're being a jerk. Right, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Please do not judge humanity by the bulk of the comments on ClarksvilleNow.com's Facebook page. Yeah, and that's the other thing, too. And I was talking to to somebody about this earlier. You know, you see an, an article like about the sandpit and you see yeah. a bunch of people, you know, complaining about it. Well, it's really easy to complain and it's fun to complain. Yeah. yeah. So you may have like 10,000 people see something. Well, the, you know, the 50 people who disagree with it, they're going to say something. They're going right. to say, I disagree. Right. The... What's uh, 10,000 minus 50? Uh, 9,950 9, <laughs> yeah. people who agree. They're like, oh, that's great. And they're going to move on. They're not going to comment, you know, because, yeah. you know, it's so you, you the, Facebook and all social media platforms tend to encourage the negative. And so it makes you think it's really a negative thing when most people are just like, oh, yeah, that's great news. And they'll move on without saying anything. Yeah. So that's very true. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you forget that sometimes because you're yeah. just like. People are just yelling, yelling and screaming. I did find a new Facebook group Mm -hmm. that took up way too much of my time (laughs) Uh, today. Is, and I'm paraphrasing. It's probably called something different. It's like Awful Drivers of Clarksville. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in that group. Have you been in there? It's so great. So <laughs> the Awful Drivers, and it, I think it's called, it, I don't think it's called Awful Drivers of Clarksville. Oh. It, it's called something similar. And and I, I, I came across it because Zuckerberg's like, let's kill this guy's uh, productive time today. And I scrolled for way longer than I should have because I wanted to make sure I wasn't on it. Like I did not, I wanted, I did not oh, want yeah. to see my car. The name is is called... And this is just the name. It's not me saying so this. You can bleep it out if you need. You can just just say the a word. No, or whatever. It's, it's not an inappropriate. Oh, okay, it's good. just idiot drivers of Clarksville. Idiot drivers of Clarksville. <laughs> and I I made sure that I was not on that. Chris, you were not on that either. Um, yeah. Oh, idiots in cars, Clarksville. Yes, idiots in cars, Clarksville. Idiots in cars, Clarksville. That's the name. I'm Check maybe. and see if you're on that. I Check. may, I I may be on there. I don't know. Everybody's got cameras now on their dash, and they're and they're recording and uploading videos of people being awful drivers in Clarksville. Oh. So it is as entertainment value is high. The entertainment <laughs> yeah. value is it's high. high. 
Man. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it now. It is. You going to join is, it? Uh, yeah, well, I'm mesmerized. I can't, I can't finish this podcast. <laughs> I'm so mesmerized. That is your time suck for the week. You are not going to get anything done. Well, Idiot dry, idiots in cars, Clarksville I w- edition. I would definitely be on this one. I, I, I got a new car about a year or two ago, yeah. and it has some blind spots that I didn't really expect. And mm-hmm. I accidentally pulled over in front of somebody yeah. and felt bad. And then I pulled over big time in front of somebody on college street and you've got blind spot. Monitors. It, you have no excuse. Yeah. yeah well, I, tr- I looked behind me and you got little lights in yeah, your side view mirror. No, 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 it's not. No? Mine doesn't have those oh, little, okay. those little sensors. My oh, wife well, does, but well. mine does. Oh. And so I, I pulled right in front of somebody. He laid down on the horn. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. What are you driving a model T? How do you not oh, have blind so spot monitors? Since then I've adjusted my, my, Side view mirrors. Yeah. I've pushed them out. Oh, tea. That just hit me. <laughs> so, Thank you, Jordan. I, I've pushed. I pushed. I've, I've angled them out so that I don't see behind me. I see into my blind spots on my. Uh, what on you my need side to do? Mirrors. I'm going to give you the hookup right now. You okay. are never going to have to worry about being jerks and cars in Clarksville. Okay. Ever. Okay. They have these these convex little mirrors are called blind spot mirrors you can get them on amazon hmm. i put them on the kids cars because i think them, i've seen those on like trucks and stuff yeah. old people generally put them on their cars that's yeah. how you know you're old like they, oh, well, when, when you when you get that when you get when you get the order of those on amazon they automatically send you geritol and prune juice oh that's so it's like a package <laughs> can deal. i get a deal on my fiber pills absolutely oh my gosh. and then you put no you put those on there all joking aside and they have ones that look cooler than others and then it kind of opens that up and you can see. Well, that would that be stuff. nice because I, I miss being able to look in my side view mirrors like when I'm backing up and yeah. stuff because yeah. I, I used to rely on this a lot. Do you know what so. Chris has in his car, Jordan? What? A club. A club? Do you know what a club is? I mean, what, something like a, you golf with it? No. Oh. It was a big thing back maybe 20 years ago where the, you know everyone thought their car was going to get stolen. And it's this thing you put on your steering wheel so people can't steal your car. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So it's a wheel... <laughs> It's basically yeah. yeah to prevent your car from being from being stolen. But so, Chris yeah. found that the 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 hack the life hack is putting it on the tra- on the uh, on the gear selector is a little easier than than the than the than the, the gear selector. I don't put it on the gear selector. Yeah, you do. No, you don't. I've never done that. Well, where do you put it? On the steering wheel. It's on. It's for the steering wheel. <laughs> the other day, I was in your car and you put it on the gear selector. I, no, I was easier. moving it out of the way because I didn't want you to, I didn't want you to anyway. sit on it and end up in the emergency room. Anyway, he also has a beaded seat cushion. <laughs> he has a beaded seat cushion because it helps yeah. with his back. <laughs> yeah, I've got that fringe, the carpeted ceiling or a, you know roof inside. And he has a little cat that just nods its head. Yeah, it's yeah. and curb feelers. Yeah, <laughs> Chris yeah. has got all. All the hookup on the on the extras on his car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, everyone's informed it. now. You know all the stories. You know what's big in Clarksville. All right, this has been your week, your news, a Clarksville Now original podcast.